Well, it looks like Matthew Perry died. You're kidding me. Wow, really? Yeah, right. Very sad. I heard it was a heart thing. I just can't believe he's dead. Well, you better believe it. David Allen. 30 minutes. Show with David Allen. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. I'm your host, David Collins, and we have another great episode for you today. We've gotten a lot of positive feedback on last week's episode. A lot of new listeners. Happy to see that. Let us know. Email me, dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. Let us know where you heard of the show. We have another great episode ready for you today. Great guests, some great segments. But first, before we start the show, everybody's favorite, color of the day. Today's color of the day, redstone. Redstone is a light shade of red made up of 211 red, 59 green, and 43 blue. I was bowling recently. We'll get into that in a little bit. But I picked a ball. It was the color redstone. Today's color of the day, redstone. Today's episode of the show, we're back and happy again to be sponsored exclusively by Max Motors. Brought to you by Max Motors. Don't overpay on your next vehicle. Max Motors on Highway 24 in Manhattan. Today's guest is Andy Malafarina, and we're going to get straight into world news with David Collins. And we have a lot of things we have to talk about in the news this week, I'm sure you know. But when I ask you, Andy, what do you think when you think of world news this week? Uh, what do I think when I think of world news this week? I don't know. A lot of, just a lot of nonsense and stuff that's sadder than, you know, the worst horrors I could ever imagine. Right, and I have one to name right there. Of course, <laughs> Matthew Perry died recently. We haven't had the chance to talk about that yet. Did you hear about yeah, this? I did. I did hear about that. Um, I was happy that the world... The world was a lot sadder than Aaron Carter. That was a rough death. Right. A lot Aaron... of people upset about Matthew Perry, although dying in a hot tub, he really puts the fry and the ends in friends. <laughs> he does, dude. That is, in fact, what he does. <laughs> you know, personally, I thought he was a bit bloated before he drowned. I wonder if the cops thought they were finding a dead Brennan Frazier. That could be a possibility. Certainly. We have another story here we wanted to talk about. An off-duty pilot was flying in the cockpit last week, tripping on mushrooms. He said that he had been awake for 40 out, 48 hours straight. He attempted to pull the emergency fuel line and bring down the plane. Did you hear about this? Did you say 48 hours straight? He was up 40 hours, 48 hours straight tripping on mushrooms, he said. We I thought we were having so much fun talking about this story. Dan McCullough, friend of the show, couldn't stop making jokes about it. And we thought it'd be fun if we did a fun David Collins song parody this week. So we have a fun song parody talking about that plane incident. Why don't we take a little listen? Nobody told me mushrooms would make me trip this way. Pulling down the fuel shut off. Trying to crash the plane. <laughs> Told him cuff me or it's gonna be bad. Though maybe if I brought down that plane, I'd be a TikTok fad. But I'll be serving life because I tried to crash a plane. <laughs> Always great to take in the news with a fun song parody there. What did you think about that? That was beautiful. That was the best song I've ever heard in my life. 
Wow, and again, we're touching two stories with that. That's a lot of fun. Halloween just passed, so I guess we're officially into the Christmas season. That's all I'm hearing. Yeah. Well, there was one story that came out of Halloween this year that I was interested in. Did you see this? The band 303 involved in a bit controversy based on their costume. Did you see this? No, what happened? The band 303 decided it would be fun to dress up as Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, and now who knows if they'll ever hear the end of it. Although if you ask me, I'm sure they'll just shake it off. Yeah, maybe, dude. On a more serious note, I'm just glad to learn that Kelsey wasn't just Patrick Mahone's new nickname. <laughs> it could be. Just see about this. You know, we do, I'm of course a, a former Manhattan, Kansas radio DJ, but I have been up in Iowa recently, so this is a more local story for us. You might have seen this, though. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds came out this week endorsing Ron DeSantis. Oh, shit. She says Trump can't win in 2024. Reynolds went on to deny claims that she's not endorsing DeSantis just because they wear the same high heels. She does have heels. And that was World News with David Collins. Brought to you by Max Motors. Don't overpay on your next vehicle. Max Motors on Highway 24 in Manhattan. We have a great guest for you today. A New York City stand-up comedian who's worked great clubs like Comedy at the Mill, and Black Cat Tavern in Pennsylvania, and Laugh It Up Comedy Club, and The Stand in New York City, and many more. This Trexlertown, Pennsylvania native has also appeared on more podcasts than you can count. Featured on High Society Radio, The Rap Podcast, Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast, The Super Ultimate Audiovisual Experience, Comedy Fight Club, Never Again Studios, The Thing Is Podcast, Zach Amico's Midnight Spook Show, PBR podcast, and a fair one, just to name a few. Damn, you went deep. We're happy to have him here today to promote his brand new podcast, No More Heroes, a solo comedy podcast that touches on politics, culture, and your funny bone. A great guest, please welcome Andy Malafarina. Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me, Dave. This is great. And we'd love to learn about your podcast and some of the things that you're working on. But first, we have to get into a quick segment here. David Cuttings. Captivating developments. DC's CDs. And we have some updates here. Of course, Halloween just passed. If anybody was wondering, the same as I usually do this year. Since I'm in Iowa, though, I actually, actually was able to go to Cedar Rapids. I went to the Cedar Rapids Bowling Center. And I went ahead and did some bowling. I have a tradition myself. I like to go bowling every Halloween. This year, I dressed up as a police officer. Did you do any trick-or-treating this year, Andy? I didn't do any trick-or-treating. No trick-or-treating. Like isn't that like a tradition? You go bowling and try to get a 300? Or is that like a Thanksgiving thing? That's a good question. I'm not actually sure. Is that a Thanksgiving tradition? Let me know. DC30MinuteHalfHour at gmail.com if anybody else bowls annually like I do. We had another thing I wanted to touch base here. Jerry had sent me this clip. Um, a friend of the show, Cardiff Electric, had started a new competition with his viewers of his show, asking his viewers to send in a joke that includes the word immolate. And then he's going to pick the best joke as the winner. I thought that was such a great idea. I'd like anybody to send me those jokes that include the word immolate. Maybe we can make a good compilation and send the best one to Cardiff there and win that competition. Do you have any good jokes with the word immolate? Not one. It's not a bad idea for a competition. I'd love to hear that. And lastly, I just wanted to touch base and give a quick thank you. I was invited last weekend to Chicago's The Comedy Bar in Dubuque, Iowa, 
and I was able to see two great comedians, Todd Basinger and New York's Tyler Fisher. Thank you, Todd and Tyler, for inviting me. What a great show. Do you know Tyler Fisher? Uh, not personally, but I, I know of him. I've seen him do stand. He's a skinny dude, right? Right. A very short guy. Did not take away from the stand-up, though. Luckily, it's a pretty high stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and on the yeah, subject no, of Halloween. Tyler's really funny. He is very funny. I was so happy to be at that show. Tyler Fisher, check him out. Maybe we'll have to get him on this show. I wanted to ask this, though. A lot of people have been talking about this trick-or-treating. I was hoping that you might say, say yes, and then you'd have some defense there. How old do you think is too old for trick-or-treating? This uh... is a fascinating question. I've heard people talking about this all week. I can't stop hearing about this. I must, I must be asking this question to my friends at nausea. But how old do you think is too old for trick-or-treating? I'll tell you, I went trick-or-treating deep into my teenage years as a child. <laughs> what? Well, I was a big fan of trick-or-treating growing up, not at all. Speaking of big fans of things, though, a lot of these new listeners that we have are actually big fans of podcasts in general. And you have yeah. a new podcast, No mm -hmm. More Heroes. How would you yes, describe sir. the format of that podcast? Uh, no More Heroes? I'd say it's like uh, if Ron Paul met Tony Soprano. I talk about politics, but I can't help but sound like this. So I just try to talk. I just try to give my opinions about politics and right relate to the every man basically if you considered that a, a missile might have hit the pentagon on 9-11 you like the podcast certainly well some people might have to check it out so i had a question here because not a lot of people have the ability to do solo podcasts it's very impressive i had a couple here um, a list of let's see bill burr samantha mm -hmm. b patrick mm -hmm. melton mark Marin. that's the that's the jerry we could have done a better list than that which uh, of all the people that do solo podcasts, though, which comedian do you think that you're most similar to? Uh, similar to? I don't know. I'm probably similar to. Check out this dude, BK Chris. Uh, he hosts a pod. He was a High Society Radio and Notes right, of a Goon. Right, that was a podcast that you were featured on. Yeah, he has another podcast called Notes of a Goon. Me and Chris have a similar vibe. We're we're equally loud and obnoxious. BK Chris. We'll have to learn more about that here. I'm sorry, that sound means it's time for our first game. I'm not sure if anybody let you know, but we do play games on this show, and this game is just for you. Our first game today is called Memorizing Music with Malafarina. It's a tough game, but I hope you like music. It's a memorization game. So we're going to quickly listen to five songs, five seconds each. And you're going to want to count one, two, three, four, five, and try to remember the names of those songs, because I'm going to ask you a number, and you're going to have to tell me what song that number was. Are you ready to play yeah. Memorizing ready. Music with Malafarina? I'm ready, Dave. Perfect. Why don't we jump into round one here? Boy, do I like this game. This might be one of my most personal favorite games there. Why don't we look for song number two? Oh, shit. Song, song number two. And anybody playing at home, make sure you email me your correct response, dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. Andy Malafarina, what was song number two? I don't know, dude. All I remember is the killers. No, and then the first... Yeah, that's the sound. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh that second song was Staying Alive. That's right. Stan Alive. 
That's all right, a pro tip for everyone playing at home. Say the songs out loud as they come across, and that should give you a bit of an advantage. Why don't we jump into round two here? It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. That was round two of Memorizing Music with Malafarina, and we're going to be looking for song number three. Oh, uh, I think it was Paper Planes by M.I.A. Wow, that's great. Great job. Paper Planes was the answer. A tough yes. game. I'm glad to see you getting one on the board here. Do you like this game? I love this game, Dave. That's fantastic. Why don't we look at number three, round three here of Memorizing Music with Malafarina. So much to do, so much to see, so what's wrong with taking the back streets? Dad, you wear those shoes and I wear, wear that dress, oh! Shake that healthy butt, baby got ballet feet with the open What the hell am I doing Perfect. And round three, we're going to be looking for song number one. Oh, uh, All Star by Smash Mouth. That's a great job. That was All Star by Smash Mouth. And that was Memorizing Music with Malafarina. Brought to you by Max Motors. Don't overpay on your next vehicle. Max Andy, Motors we want to learn so much man. about your podcast and the things that you're working on here. One question. Does anybody have trouble pronouncing your name? Uh, occasionally, yeah. You have such a unique name. Do you get mixed up with any comedians? For instance, and I wouldn't be surprised if you heard this before, Jerry kept telling me you look like a William Montgomery. Does that ring a bell? I've heard that once or twice. Who yeah. else do you think he might look like? Uh, well, you did it. I don't know if you're going to leave this in or not. You did it at the beginning. You called me Andy Fiore, and I've gotten that before. Right. Well, Andy Fiore is a friend of the show, and I had him on my mind yeah. before we started there, so that might have been how that slip came up. <laughs> You've been doing, rules. Have you been doing comedy for as long as Andy Fiore? Now, that's somebody who's been in the business for a long time. No, I think he's been doing it longer than me. I see. Well, maybe this question would be better for him, though. But I did have a better question about, you know, whether or not you have any advice for comedians that are coming up here. Any advice? Any advice for comedians that are coming up. And we're going to actually pair this with a quick game here because I'm excited to learn how much well, how well you may be able to determine a new comedian or an older comedian. So we're going to have a couple jokes and a fun game to play quickly, but what, what advice might you have for a new comedian? Uh, like a brand new comedian? Uh, just keep doing it and don't, like, just try to figure out what you find funny right. for the first, like, four or five years. Don't overthink it because you're going to... Don't overthink it. So how might you overthink it? Do you write your material? How do you write your material? I'm usually in my head all day. I think of stuff. Uh, I think of things that I give a shit about, and then I'll jot down the bullet points of it, and then I try to go on stage. And I see. Do you write that in a notebook? We've had a lot of controversy on this show. Some people do things on their phone. Some people do it in a notebook. We've been told that writing in a notebook is like an archaeologist digging for bones. You don't know where those ideas might come from. Do you use a notebook? Uh, I use the notes app on my phone, but whatever works for you is good. Like there's no wrong or right way to do it. Cause that's a good way to put it there. Yeah. Why don't we look at this here? Cause this is a fun game that I played with a couple comedians that are experienced comedians. I'm going to read one joke 
and then I'm going to read another joke. One of these jokes are going to be written by me, and one of these jokes are going to be written by a comedian who's been doing it for a decade. Okay. So why don't we go ahead and read joke one here and see if you can tell if that's a professional working comedian or if I wrote that joke. Joke one. People in Chicago hate New York. I know it's probably because they're hating on it, but I'm like, why do you hate New York? They're like, there's no alleys. And I'm like, you want a lot of alleys, bro? It's like, okay, so what? Is like about the alleys? He's like, it hides the smell. I don't like the smell in New York. I'm like, what, the smell of money and pussy? <laughs> that was joke one. Now, before we get into joke two here, what do you think? Um, Probably a comedian has been doing it for a little bit. Maybe. Why don't we look at joke two and see if that helps? Joke two. I have a three-legged dog. It had cancer last year, and we had to get one amputated. She recovered and everything, doing great. Except now when it tries to bury a bone, it falls on its face. I don't feel like I've heard that before. I don't know. Which one do you I'm think gonna was say, I'm going to say older comedian. Oh, wait. We're doing one or the other? One of those was written by me, and one of those was written by a working comedian. I'm going to say first one working, second one you. That's exactly right. That's great. And I'm so glad that you were able to determine that. It gives us a lot of respect to what you might know of comedy. Now, what makes a good comedian? Oh, I should shout out, by the way. That first joke was by Chicago comedian Aaron Putnam. Mm. Aaron Putnam. I've never heard of him. Sounds like a great comedian, though. Have you ever heard of an Aaron Putnam? <laughs> uh, no. Right. I'm not sure. What do you think makes a good comedian? I a whole bunch. Uh, <laughs> a whole bunch. Where would you Probably. start? If you're trying to craft a good comedian from the ground up, where do you start? Uh, severe mental illness. It's not a it's not a definite, but it's a good it's a good way to start. Right. Well, that's interesting. Do you suffer from mental illness? Uh, you know, I don't mean I don't want to brag, but yeah, probably. I'm definitely very uh, paranoid and anxious and angry and all the other yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> well, we have so much that we need to get into today's show. And actually, this is something that I wanted to bring up. I'm excited to unveil this. We've actually interacted on the radio before. We have? We have. I worked at Cam KF for many years, and I used to get into work early. I had a coworker, a friend of mine, Dave, not Dave G, who many of you think, but a coworker there, Dave, and he listened to this show. He knows how much I'm a fan of a radio call-in. I love to call in sometimes as a character. And he was listening to a show called The Rap Podcast. And they were talking mm -hmm. about somebody putting down their dog. So I got my best cat voice in order. And he gave me the phone number. And I gave them a call. Why don't we take a little listen to that clip of me joking around with Andy Malafarina. <laughs> What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Boots from Louisiana. Meow. Boots. It's <laughs> a cat. It's a cat calling. In. Oh, those okay. are some fighting words. <laughs> All right, so Boots, what do you think about this? Well, I think you should kill him. Sick. Let's go, Boots. Meow. Why, why do you, meow. Okay. Why, <laughs> Boots, can you call in regularly about other things? <laughs> Having nothing to do with dog news. I think these dogs have had it too good for too long. Meow. <laughs> Boots, are you actually a monkey? No, I'm sorry. Um, Boots, you better not go same question. <laughs> um, all right, but I mean, is there a reason you think I should kill the dogs, Boots? Well, dogs suck, 
I think dogs are stupid. <laughs> you should probably just kill them. Okay, I like it. Yeah. There. No. <laughs> Thank you, Boots. Boots, you just want a saucer of milk. <laughs> Shannon loves Boots. And thank you, Jerry, for pulling that clip. I'm not even sure how you found that, but that's great that we're, isn't that interesting that we've actually interacted on the radio before? Dude, that's crazy. I forgot about that. That's it must so have been fun. a few years you? ago that's at this so point. That's so funny. That's right. Go figure there. Now, we have a lot we need to get into in today's show, and we have this note here, and I am interested. Like I said, we have so many new people listening to the show. Jerry is open to writing, writing some thank you letters. So if you want to email us, dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com, send us your name, your address, and what you follow us on, and Jerry will get a thank you letter out to you as soon as we can. Isn't that nice of Jerry to offer to do that? It was so nice of Jerry. We have a Thank great you, segment here that I'd love to get into. We haven't done it in a few weeks, but I'm excited to hear from him. Pisses me off. You pissed me off. I'm really pissed off. Things that pissed me off this week. Friend of the show, Brody Toopy, decided to send us another voicemail this week of things that are pissing him off. Now, I have to warn you, maybe not after the last few weeks we've had, we've gotten a little edgier but he used to be the most controversial guest that we'd appear on the show. But let's take a little listen to Brody this week. Hey, David. Just wanted to call in this week and let you know I'm pissed off. And here's the things that are pissing me off this week. Mechanical pencils where the lead is too thin. Keeps breaking. You have to write really lightly. Okay? When I'm putting down some thoughts, I want to get aggressive. Okay? That pisses me off. Portable karaoke machines. They don't sound good. They're trashy. They just don't do the trick, okay? They're a piece <laughs> of junk. They piss me off. Leaves, okay, on the trees. They piss me off. Falling down. You kidding me? That's a big old pile of no thanks, okay? I don't like them. Get rid of them forever. Give me a pine tree. Lamps where the shade doesn't sit right. I've got a bunch of lamps that got crooked shades, okay? It looks like I got robbed, okay? That pisses me off. That's bullshit, and they need to fix it. That pisses me off. Popcorn ceilings. I have a popcorn ceiling. Pisses me off, okay? Can't dust it. Otherwise, I have to vacuum again. That pisses me off, okay? Popcorn in general. As a child, I would eat too much popcorn, and I would get sick. Right. That, that pisses me off. I should be able to eat as much popcorn as I want. <laughs> Well, I'm with him there. I'm a big fan of popcorn myself. What do you think of Brody Toopy? Uh, do you know anybody top... who's that angry about the littlest things, though? Yeah, dude. <laughs> top to bottom. I get where he's coming from. Well, that's great. You know, Anthony Zenhauser said he's never met somebody as, as in an uproar. He said everybody that he knows is very satisfied. So it's good to hear that that was a little more relatable to you. Boy, do we have so much that we need to catch up on this week. I'm emailing David Collins. And that, of course, means it's time for David Collins' call-ins and emails. And we have a lot of emails that came in. First of all, we got an email from Tanner in Florida. And it's great to hear that you and your wife are both enjoying the show. I'm thinking of starting a landscaping segment that you'd be great for. For right now, consider sending in a talent, Tanner, and we'd love to hear more from you in the future. That was Tanner in Florida. I didn't want to read his email. It was a little revealing, but I felt it was important to respond to him there. A special thank you to Mr. D. Temple for sending us that clip of Blind Mike talking about the show. You can see that on our Instagram, DC 30 Minute Half Hour Show. 
We got an email here from friend of the show, Austin Ingalls, who's a great stand-up comedian, and he sent us a new joke this week, and I think it's for the month of November. So let's take a little listen to Austin Ingalls this week. Hey, David. Austin Ingalls here. Just wanted to catch up on things, see how things were going, uh, just keep up the great work. This new season's really, really hitting the spot, David. I, I can't can't express enough how proud I am of you. We got a new joke for you here, or just something, you know, kind of mean, but we're going to have fun with it. Killers of the Flower Moon, Leonardo DiCaprio's new movie is so goddamn good, and his wife in it is so compelling. You can't take your eyes off of her, probably because you keep thinking how good she would look if she lost 20 pounds. That's a mean joke, David, but just like the Indians, I'll take it back eventually. (laughs) Thank you, David. Happy National Native American Heritage Month. Wow. And thank you, Austin Ingalls. Happy National Native American Heritage Month right back to you. What a great call in. What did you think about that joke? Uh, I thought it was very mean. That's too bad. Do you do you structure your material in ways that avoid any monthly activities, do you think? Is that kind of what where you would, would avoid targeting there? What, what was mean about that joke? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> um, nah, joke was great. It was the That's best great to hear. Heard. You heard it from Andy himself, Austin. A great joke. We also got an email this week from Tracy from Ogden, Ogden, Kansas. So we'll read this last email here from Tracy. Hey, David. Big fan of the show. I've been listening to you since KMKF. I was wondering if you heard the new Blink-182 album and what you thought of it. Thanks, David. Keep rocking. And thank you, Tracy. I have not heard the new Blink-182 album. Have you? Yeah. Did you like it? It's okay. That's good. You know, I had to stop. I heard the new Green Day song, and I said, if the Blink-182 album is going to remind me anything like this, I'd rather just not listen. Yeah, Green Day song was bad, too. That was my take there. We have a, we've been doing this reoccurring segment called David Collins' Star Search. We've had comedians. We've had a variety. We had a musical act. And this week... We, Jerry and staff, also staff, Amelia, they had a sketch that they had worked on and they wanted to play for the show. It is somewhat of a visual element, but hopefully you'll be able to get it just from the audio here. Let's take a little listen to Jerry and Amelia's Thanksgiving sketch. Come on, honey, he didn't mean it. You look fine. No, he's right. I look like a freak. It's just, it's my brother's house and he likes to cut the turkey, you know? It's not just your brother. I'm so embarrassed, your family won't even come near me. I'm sure they'll warm up. Just be careful not to point at anyone. You know I talk with my hands. I should have just taken the prosthetic. This looks ridiculous. Thanksgiving is stupid anyway. Come on, honey, don't say that. You love Thanksgiving. It's one of the reasons I married you. You know, it actually looks kind of cool, almost like a pirate. (laughs) Do you really mean that? Of course, okay? My brother said he won't make any more comments. Just come out so we can cut the turkey. And then, of course, the visual element that everybody on the audio-only platforms will be missing. At the end, he comes out of the bathroom, 
He's an amputee. He's missing his hands, but instead of prosthetics, he has a turkey carving knife and a fork. <laughs> what a great reveal and a great sketch. Thanks so much to Jerry and Amelia for working on that and sending it into the show. I understand that you were not able to, to get that visual element, but if you picture that turkey and carving fork, it really is a, is a good punchline. Would you agree? Yeah. After visualizing it, I was like, that was fucking great. Perfect. And maybe you'll have to check that out on our YouTube once the episode is up there so you can see that. And of course, that sound means it's time for our second and last game. And we have another fun game for you. This is one of my personal favorites. It's not music-oriented, it's comedy-oriented, just for you. Today's game, Finish the Punchline. So we're going to start a joke, we're going to read a joke, and then it's your responsibility to give us the punchline and tell us what that comedian's punchline is. You're going to know who the comedian is, so that's going to give you a bit of a clue. Andy Malfrina, are you ready to play Finish the Punchline? I'm ready to play, Dave. Perfect. And you look serious about it, so let's just go ahead and get right into <laughs> round one. Round one, this joke is by Amy Schumer. Marrying a chef is a little on the nose for me. It's like Snoop blank. Marrying a chef is a little on the nose for me. It's like Snoop blank. What do you think that punchline might be? Amy Schumer. I don't know. It's like Snoop blank? Marrying a chef's a little on the nose. It's like Snoop, Snoopy? I don't know. What? The, I don't know. I don't, I don't watch Amy Schumer. <laughs> Well, that's too bad you've run out of time there. Marrying a chef is a little on the nose for me. It's like Snoop marrying weed. Oh, uh, there were more words than just one more. All right. Right. There, it's a full punchline here. You're going to want to fill in that punchline. That's all right. Do you like this game? I love this game. Yeah. I'd like to compare it to that first game, Memorizing Music with Malafarina. Which one do you think is your favorite? Uh, that one, but I haven't gotten through this game. This might be my favorite. That's perfect. Well, maybe we'll turn that attitude around here with round two. <laughs> round two today of Finish the Punchline is by Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield. Let's look at the joke. My dog, he started trouble again. I mean, I got a dog. He tries to run the whole house. Like the other night, he started trouble. He went over to the front door. He started to bark. I went over, I opened the front door. The dog wouldn't, didn't want to go out, blank. I went over and opened the front door. The dog didn't want to go out, blank. Oh, oh, it's Rodney Dangerfield. So he probably said, so I went out or something like that? I don't know. You know, and we've had this issue in so many different episodes and shows that we've done. We just need an answer marker that is somewhere in between. It's not a full yes, it's not a full no. I opened the front door. The dog didn't want to go out. He wanted me to leave. Mm. Mm. It's pretty close, though. We're going to have to give it to you. I think it was on the way there. That was Rodney Dangerfield finished the punchline. Why don't we look at round three here? This is by Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis. You know it's time to do laundry when you get out of the shower and blank. You know it's time to do laundry when you get out of the shower and blank. I don't remember. In blank. Well, I see the uh, wheels turning there. Andy, do you consider yourself a bit of a joke writer? I didn't ask this yeah. earlier. I'd love to I'd love to ask people's style of comedy. You know, some people are more of a storyteller, some people tell jokes. Where do you think where do you think you are? Uh 
I'm a little in the middle. I kind of like work them out in my head and just chit chat on stage. Right. Perfect. Well, let's go ahead and look at the end of this punchline. You know it's time to do laundry when you get out of the shower and blank. It's something he's he the punchline is something about washing yourself with something that you wouldn't wash yourself with. I don't remember though. You know it's time to do laundry when you get out of the shower and dry off with a sneaker. <laughs> drying off. You know, if it was something about drying off, I think we would have given it to you, but it certainly was not a wash joke by any means. Andy Malafarina, thank you so much for coming on today's show. Host of a solo comedy podcast, No More Heroes. I'm certainly up to date on that. Looking forward to the future there. Do you have anything else you want to plug on the show? Anything you want to say to our audience today, Andy? Uh, I just want to say this is the, probably the best day of my life, Dave. I had a really great time. Well, that's great to hear. What a great episode. That's perfect. Everybody listening, I've been David Collins, and you've been the best. David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins.